they were like, wait, you met him on a dating podcast? And I was like, yeah. They were like, wait, really? Tell us more. Hello, and welcome to Single Sounds and 2023. I'm the host and creator, Katie Mack, and here I am ready to start your new year with a special update that is the podcast has its first exclusive relationship. They love the podcast and the process, so we're happy to come back on and share with you all how they found navigating the podcast dating world. Okay, this is very exciting for me. (laughs) I've got two guests sat with me here today. My first exclusive couple on the podcast. Do you guys want to say hi? Hi, thanks for having me back on the podcast. Yes, let's start with you, my lovely guest. You were episode 20, actually, back in June. If everyone remembers, this is the one with the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) (laughs) And you were quite successful. You had a few dates. Yeah, it went a lot better than what I was anticipating it to be. I was just happy to to be on, just happy to be involved and, and to actually get some dates out of it. Um, yeah, it was a massive bonus and a big surprise. So sat with us also is one of the girls that did write in for said character. Do you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> she's a bit more shy, obviously. She's not, she's not a natural on the podcast. <laughs> Do you want to tell everyone why you wrote in for this character? Yeah, so obviously listening to the podcast, I am a frequent listener, definitely listen every week. Um, Love it. (laughs) And I think for this one, I was just, I guess, excited to write in because he was quite funny. He had some good stories to share. I feel like we had quite a lot of interest in common, a lot of what he spoke about he liked doing. I felt like we would vibe. And yeah, I think I was just on my walk to get my coffee, and which is normally when I listen on a Tuesday. And he, yeah, I was just very excited. So I thought, why not write in and see what happened? Yeah, because you did um, bide your time a bit. This was the first character you wrote in for. I mean, great success rate here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah waiting for someone special, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was there any particular story that really like got your attention? I mean, his dating stories were quite funny. He was talking about his family quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was quite a key thing for me. His family's really important. And when he was talking about his worst dating story, it obviously included his family. So I thought that was quite funny. He also had a very similar ick to me in the sense of an escalator. He didn't like going down escalators. So I was like, oh, me too. Which is actually funny because I feel like on the podcast obviously you well I haven't been on it but he spoke about like these kind of topics that I feel like you would like just bypass when you're on an app or in a topic of conversation or on a date you're not going to speak about those kind of things and they're the kind of things that I was like oh that's quite funny and kind of something that I could bond over. Also I don't know if you actually know this but this is a great advert for how the podcast definitely works. <laughs> okay. I'd actually <laughs> seen you on Hinge before. Oh. Had liked you and never (laughs) got got a match Um, so I feel like that's a great advert for the podcast it shows it's much more better facility for you to showcase your personality and your character and get that across and then you can maybe convince somebody that would normally not want to date you to go on a date with you so it's worked out a blinder for me it just took me a second opportunity it wasn't really that you weren't I guess, 
good looking. It was more that your funniness doesn't come across in a Hinge profile. I mean, I don't particularly remember it. Obviously, my profile was more memorable. But um, yeah, your prompts obviously weren't that funny. And I feel like with the podcast, it allowed you to, I guess, be more naturally funny because like natural stories came up rather than thinking on the spot, oh, what should I put on my dating profile that's really going to draw people in? So yeah, I feel like it was definitely successful for you there. Yeah, that's really interesting. So did you remember seeing her profile 100%? I did mostly because <laughs> you're, Katie, you're in one of her photos. Oh so initially when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's Katie. Um, oh that Mac makes so much sense is yeah on multiple dating platforms either as a host <laughs> or a guest uh and so i was going to message something about that to say is that katie mcnamara in one of your oh uh, yeah you're gonna is use that it katie mac but i <laughs> thought that would be weirder so i don't specifically remember what i would have put but i do remember that and then when i saw a photo of you i Remembered. remembered yeah i feel like if you'd have written that i probably would have replied because it's like conversation starter so you probably yeah. did just like a picture or something boring like that it's a really good start because i 100 percent would have replied to someone that said oh i know who you're in a photo yeah 100 like. percent. but also it was funny because we i can't remember when it was it was like a few weeks in and i said to you like oh it'd be funny if we got up our hinge profiles to see if we'd like each other and his face just like dropped and he was like oh i've seen this one before <laughs> i was like oh really um so i actually don't remember but it's definitely yeah it's a good means and i think it kind of shows definitely how like successful the podcast can be and like meeting someone that you wouldn't necessarily swipe for or meet day to day when you're out um in terms of like cross paths and stuff well i feel like you probably just swiped in a bad mood and just didn't even look at it very quickly like i did that with so many people just buy 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 like not even taking in their profile and this is my biggest fear that you swipe across someone that you actually would get on with and you just don't know yeah it's definitely that swiping culture that I don't know I feel like it's got to be something that really like sparks you to swipe right like a funny comment or like, if someone's just going to like a picture you're definitely not going to swipe which is why I think the podcast is so interesting because you've actually got to listen you don't have to listen to the full episode but like I would <laughs> yeah. listen to the full episode and then like you kind of get full I guess understanding of who they are as a person what they like what they don't like I just think with a few photos and a few prompts obviously you don't know someone as well yeah I feel like you just don't know exactly who they are until you start talking to them and I feel like you're pushed into that pretty straight up when you write in to a character on the podcast. Did it help knowing about his job and how he needed someone understanding prior to dating him because you obviously spoke about that on your podcast a lot about being in the police and how you you know it's not the most easy schedule and I think maybe that's something that would be difficult or you're not very prepared for on a dating app whereas hopefully you're a bit more prepared yeah I mean I feel like definitely it helps I think you are more prepared because you know what to expect and I think I went into it obviously wrote in knowing full well what I was kind of getting myself in for yeah. whereas I feel like when you're swiping on a dating app I mean you didn't have it on your hinge profile did you so not that you'd remember <laughs> Yikes. Um, but I don't think you did so I think it would have been you know a few I guess like back and forth of conversation before you brought it up whereas with the podcast you were really up front about the job and I think I kind of had to prepare myself for that and I think I knew before I wrote in I was like I guess gave myself a bit of a talking to you and I was like hey is this person really 
you know, gonna suit my schedule? Is it gonna work? Am I understanding? I mean, am I understanding? You have definitely <laughs> adapted. That's a loaded question. To become a lot more understanding. I think, yeah, it did take definitely a period of getting used to and transitioning. It still is difficult sometimes, but I think we've got a lot better at planning in particular. And also, yeah, you've got much more used to when it doesn't necessarily work, it's not because it's my decision or my fault. But you like to say that. Yeah, <laughs> um, case in point. But yeah, I think you are very good at it on the whole because I, I appreciate that it's not easy. Mm. you've adapted and understood the vast majority of the time. That's all you asked for. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it's all he asked for. I feel like you asked for quite a lot in that podcast. Such as? <laughs> I can't think of anything else. I think you, you've listened back to it more than I have. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I would. If I was dating someone on it, I'd listen like probably a few times. I have listened to it at least three times, if not more. <laughs> to like certain bits as well, because I feel like, I just have to remember things. I have to remind myself to be understanding. Remind yourself what you liked in the, in the more difficult days. Do you know my favourite bit was actually when you admitted to reading Dolly's book, Everything I Know About Love. I just, that really shocked me and I loved it. That's what I would have written in. He's clearly learned a lot from it. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I've not watched the series yet though. I remember oh, actually I you were uh, you should watch you it. It's really good. It. When we first started dating, actually, I think that was around about the time it came out. Um, I remember it being on. Yeah, it's really good. It definitely helped knowing, and I think I went into it with a better understanding, but obviously I'd never really dated anyone in that profession before, or actually anyone that had a schedule that was different to mine. Like, I think I'm very much used to a normal 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 job schedule yeah nine to five um, nine to five and like being able to date after work and whatnot whereas now we really have to plan it and I think at the start it was a lot easier because I guess he was quite excited about going on dates and it was quite normal to plan them and they kind of fit in the schedule whereas now I guess it's a lot harder because we both have our own lives yeah and it's about fitting each other into our lives now whereas before it was kind of like an additional extra piece of fun and obviously he had to fit me in within everyone else as well he was dating i'd still say i'm very excited to get on yeah, dates with you it's still fun hopefully. but it's more just you don't it's weird having to like which we do need to do i think sometimes mm. having to plan to not do things together like obviously yeah. when you're going on dates you plan dates whereas now we're sort of planning time to not necessarily do anything just be with each other to yeah. spend time together which is weird but I think is obviously necessary at the moment. But that's what is odd is saying like, I'm seeing you on Sunday. What are we going to do? Oh, probably nothing. But we'll put it in the calendar to do yeah. nothing. So it's in there and you know. Yeah, we do. We have like chill day in the calendar because otherwise we just won't. But I, no, I think it is really important. But then it's also equally important to like have the balance of like, we make sure that we still do go out and like put time in that allows us to go out because a lot of the time because of your job you're quite tired so I feel like <laughs> a lot of the days we have to schedule in on days that obviously suit us both so days where you don't necessarily have to get up early the next day to work or haven't just finished doing night shifts yeah, um, if we're going to do something fun because it is tough and obviously equally I want you to be on good form but also you want to be in your best way to go on the date so it's important to have the balance definitely 
Okay, this is for both of you. What reaction do you get telling people you met on a podcast? <laughs> I, depending on who asks, I give them varying levels of truth. So like, <laughs> like my family and friends all know, like a lot of my mates listened. Um, yeah, which guess maybe you, easier uh, for you. Spend out your listener base a little bit. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And like my sisters both, listened and everything my mum and dad did they listen no, no they know oh but i specifically told them i don't want you to listen yeah because you did mention um, your mum quite a yeah, bit i said like i just don't need them <laughs> to listen to that and that's fine and i told them like not to even go searching for it i think i'm lucky that my dad is much more likely to respect that wish Boundary. of me yeah, yeah. and my mum wouldn't necessarily know no, how, how to, to look it. so he would <laughs> but he's not going to do it whereas she would more likely look for it but just doesn't know how just to start know, so yeah. i've got lucky on that whereas with my colleagues i just haven't told them because i know they would look and it's just yeah. not worth they know the what spotify is get. yeah um i'm definitely gonna tell them <laughs> you're gonna tell his colleagues yeah no because then like <laughs> they'll tell not. people and like word would just get around so quickly and it's not why does that matter though just because i don't because i think i like to have a strong boundary between like work and personal life and obviously i give quite an intimate look into my personal life because it's yeah. about wanting to date somebody and have somebody come in whereas I just feel like there's some of the things that I would have discussed on there that I wouldn't necessarily want, want them to colleagues know. to know and the, and the bum thing the pinching bum up the well, stairs <laughs> exactly. and the showers yeah, you mentioned exactly. a lot about yeah, work so I, yeah. I mentioned a supervisor and the supervisor in the naked yeah. <laughs> he could probably yeah, get in you can't that, tell them so. <laughs> yeah but you did mention names yeah I did Craig, there it is. Yeah, you, you, you did. And everyone knows who Craig is. <laughs> you actually did say Craig. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I think it's best they don't know. I think it's one of those things where, like, if I, like, I do have like close mates who I would, in theory, tell, but then if they sort of like let it slip to someone else at work, it can just quite quickly get out of hand. So that's why I've been keen to avoid. Like, I wouldn't ever want somebody to have listened to it that would then potentially be like interviewing me for a different job or role further yeah, down the yeah. line. So I've sort of. That's why I've tried to not to like. Obviously, like, I've mentioned to my friends and family, I like, love the process. I think it's really great. I am very keen for single sounds to to grow <laughs> oh, as much worry. as possible. We know just that maybe not within the mat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, like your job does come with that. You know, like you need to be a bit anonymous on social media. That's why this worked so well because it is anonymous. You didn't have to, you know, put your whole name out there. Also, maybe bad press for the Met. You never know. I what dating me? <laughs> we, we've done much worse things in the last year that I think one yeah. of employees going on a podcast. Is <laughs> it's, <true. laughs> it's very true. Very true. How about you, lovely listener? I mean, everyone knows. <laughs> I, I am obsessed with the podcast, so I feel like it's kind of a different story to tell friends. Normally, you know, it's oh, I've met this guy on Hinge and. He's got brown hair and he kind of likes gin and tonic and he paid for the first drink. Wow. So yeah, I don't know. I just feel like now it's so much better to tell a story that actually is more meaningful. And I just found it, I guess, I just find it exciting telling them. I think people at work, especially, they listen to the podcast, um, <laughs> all of them. And um, they, I guess, very different jobs because I work in a more social not social, but you just say media. Media job. And I feel like everyone at work is very keen to like know, you know, how 
different advertising is working i guess and this is like another way to really advertise dating i guess yeah so they definitely like hearing the story i think family as well kind of like to hear something that's a bit different to a dating app i think because growing up they obviously didn't have those um so mom's like yeah because the dating podcast were ten a penny when they were growing up <laughs> yeah they were really popular back in the 80s you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i just feel like my family definitely enjoy hearing a different story and it's just exciting that you haven't just met on a boring dating app and yeah. you met in a different way can you remember the last person you told that hadn't heard of the podcast I'm yeah like, today at work <laughs> They were like, wait, you met him on a dating podcast? And I was like, yeah. They were like, wait, really? Tell us more. So I went into it. So yeah, I feel like I tell actually quite a lot of people a lot (laughs) about it. (laughs) I speak about it a lot. I guess the more we've dated and things have progressed, like people are kind of, I guess, more excited and want to know more about the podcast as well. So like, oh, actually it's been successful for you rather than your normal hinge dates that haven't been. So I think, yeah, people are more inclined to want to know as well now. So yeah, do you have any tips for people going on dates from the podcast? I'd say at the end of the day, it's just like any normal first date. It's nice to know that the person who's written in has probably put a little bit more thought into it than just either a five seconds of hearing on a dating app that they've actually taken the time to listen to you for yeah, 25, like 30 minutes half an hour, yeah. um, and have absorbed in what you've thought and probably thinking right from the start, oh, this sounds like they could be a bit of me and then that's developed over the next half an hour to then think, actually, yeah, I'd like it. And also I think if it's the first time that you're doing something like that, like writing to a podcast, it is a little bit scary. So you've got to know that you actually do want to get to know somebody. So that's put me at ease to know that actually the person wants to be there they weren't just saying yes because they were bored yeah (laughs) yeah. when you'd ask them or free that week or if it was like if you if it was more of an organic meeting that they weren't just saying yes to not be rude yeah Um, yeah so that helped i think the only and i wouldn't even call it difficulty it was just odd that they then have listened to me for half an hour Mm. and know quite a lot about me and there's some sort of like base level information that they would know about me that I don't know about them yeah just try not to make it make the first half an hour 45 minutes of your date seem like an interview where you're just asking them yeah loads of questions obviously it is a really good platform to say to to ask some of the questions so you could ask yeah you're not short of questions yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) so you can always ask some of the ones that you ask which I think are really good questions to get out of somebody on a date but make sure that you just still get the balance right. Like you yeah, were yeah. you don't want it to be too intense. Definitely, mm. yeah. I would probably say to add to that actually, which is a bit of a weird one. I think when I'm swiping on dating apps or going on like dates from apps, I'm kind of in the mindset of I'm going to swipe, talk to you for a day, go on a date. But I feel like for this, because I knew so much about you, I felt almost like we had to talk for a bit more before I met you where you could find out more about me so that we kind of had a bit more of a level playing field when we went on the date because like you say otherwise it's just half an hour of you asking the exact same questions that I knew (laughs) about you which was quite fun because it was like you say a good means to ask things that you definitely want to find out on a first date with someone. And you did it quite well in the sense of like the talking before. We spoke quite a lot, but I feel like a lot of it was about me more so than you. 
maybe that's just how you talk but I think that um or maybe that's just how I reply but I think it was definitely good because then I feel like you had a more solid understanding of who I was the person before we went on the first date I was thinking what's really good and again this is a pro of the podcast and the format is that because you ask in the who what where and you ask what people are looking for because having that even if people aren't so sure, they still expand on it a little bit more. As I find sometimes when you would be on a first day or early dates with somebody, it's something that is really important to know, but you don't know at which point to yeah, sort of ask the, the that. What, because yeah. sometimes you might bring it up on a first date, sometimes you might wait a little bit just because you don't want to be too intense. But I think knowing if somebody is open to a relationship or just wanting to casually date, or even if they don't know, but they probably will expand on it a little bit more, gives you that insight so you know that they're not just there because they were free on a Wednesday evening and didn't have anything else to do. Sort yeah. of thing. So I think that was also um, a massive benefit going into that, knowing that the person I was dating wasn't just there for a single day and probably had a similar mindset to dating as what I was going into it with. It's so right with the apps. I feel like so much of it, actually, you could just catch people on a whim. On that day, they've swiped right to loads of people. They've started conversations. They've booked in the dates. Actually, two days later, they're not really feeling it anymore. And they've set up five dates and they're like, Christ, you're one of five. Do you know what I mean? Whereas with the podcast, you know, I don't get hundreds of people writing in per character. It's, I think the maximum anyone's ever got is six, which was quite a lot. You're far <laughs> off that. <laughs> also, I was the first, so, and the best and still around, so. <laughs> you only needed one were you the first you, you to write in I yeah. can't remember yeah I obviously I listen to it straight away when it comes <laughs> yeah, out she's an 8am listener <laughs> I am um no but definitely I think I agree with what you're saying actually about um knowing what someone's like after and I think actually you don't even ask the question Katie asked it actually the pressure's off me as well because and I know the art like the answer without actually asking whereas on a dating app it's kind of like what like what you were saying it's kind of one of the things that's always in the back of my mind and more often than not they're actually not looking for something serious so yeah and you worry if you bring it up they'll just run exactly and often they do they do that's the thing Yeah, yeah so definitely help from like my perspective as well as a listener it's like well that's kind of just taken out of the picture. But a lot of things are taken out of the picture of the podcast. Like a lot of the questions you ask really help me as a listener to find out like, you know, like where to date and like all of those questions. Because I feel like a lot of people have their radius really wide or maybe have their age really high, but don't mean it. I know a lot of people that come on the podcast often say that, don't they? They kind of say, oh, my range on Hinge is set to this, but actually this is what I'm looking for. But through the podcast, like, you know exactly what someone's after, because why would they lie about it? Yeah, the where, I just, I've remembered you're both South and you definitely did say that, didn't you? You said you were South, I think. Yeah. But you said not Southeast because that's where you work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Southwest, which actually you... Yeah name checked in your first message to me as well i did oh yeah that was cute <laughs> what was the first message like it was a bit cringy really i think <laughs> it was quite cringy to message that because obviously it's quite out there to just message someone on the, like you know on their whatsapp or instagram whereas with hinge or whatever you can send the message and kind of just like close the phone and run away it doesn't really matter or close the app you don't need to open the app ever again but with whatsapp it's kind of like oh it's there yeah those blue ticks are staring right at me did you you ask for whatsapp yeah yeah i get asked this a lot obviously like what should i use instagram or whatsapp or i think whatsapp's better because then you see a photo straight away as well i also think 
it goes with the podcast better because I think Instagram then it would just become another app because you just go through their photos and then you might, you know, backtrack for superficial reasons. 100%. And you should actually just give it a go. And, you know, like you've got a photo on WhatsApp, like you said, you've got that one little icon. I think it fits better just to like, you know, you can see roughly what they look like, but that's all you really need to know for a first date. We want to strip well, away the physical appearance. He had my whole hinge profile to remember, so <laughs> it's okay. No, well, you couldn't get it back up, though. <laughs> oh, sad. Disappeared into the ether very quickly. The abyss yeah, of hinge. But yeah, no, my first message was kind of like along the lines of, you were funny. <laughs> amazingly funny, I believe you said to Katie. <laughs> yeah, amazingly funny. The first message was something along the lines of like, hey, you made me laugh on my way to like getting my morning prayer. Think would have fun. I said something about the escalator that maybe we could avoid getting escalators and we could keep it south of the river. Would you be up for a drink? No, Euston Station. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was there the other day. That was your irrational oh. fear, wasn't it? No, it was my moan of the moment. Oh moan of the moment. Still. God. Bad still age. current. <laughs> it, yeah, still moment. That's like six months later. Anytime. Anytime. He's but, not he's not even psyched about the renovation. We spoke about that. And I was like, I think it'll get better. <laughs> it's not the building, it's the it's organisation. Yeah, yeah. I think that might get better, though. Let's see. It wasn't on Saturday. Time will tell. No, it's not done yet. We actually haven't been to Euston together. Maybe we should go. And it's, it a bad take place. Away your it's, a, it's a bad place. <laughs> yeah, good first message, I think. Do you think it was a good first message? Yeah, I think I... Oh, I did say to you, and I had said to Katie before, I was just quite shocked that anybody had written in anyway. So just pleased to be involved, still. <laughs> just happy to be here. Yeah. That's the whole vibe. That's my role. That's so sweet. Aww, that I actually had um, another question when we were talking about, you know, you were saying you had quite a lot of convo on WhatsApp before you actually met. Did you call or voice note before you met? And did that help maybe? Because you'd already heard his voice. Yeah, we voice noted quite a bit. I think you said voices are quite important for you, so it's good that I had one that you didn't hate. Um, <laughs> long half an hour to listen to me otherwise. Yeah. And then I think I either asked, I think I asked you for did. one because you, it was only fair yeah. that you'd heard me for half an hour that I could get That's, a 30 yeah. second snapshot. 30 seconds turned into about 12 minutes though. Yeah. Not on the first one, but yeah, it it's rolled quite quickly. Just because it took us about a week or so to organise a day, a new reel for a bit of it. So you're at home quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, had the old with COVID. Nothing to do. <laughs> nice. Other than send me ten to twelve minute voice notes. Love them. You did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think voice notes were. I mean, voices is really important, which is one of the reasons that I really like the podcast because obviously you get to listen to someone's voice that you just don't have on apps necessarily. Not everyone puts a voice prompt on. And if they um, do, they're normally tragic. Yeah, or, or they like put a weird song on. Yeah, or they, I don't know, They. it's just like, you can't even get their voice from it. It's like one sentence. I've heard exactly. quite a few. Or they don't even, because they're, they're putting on a voice because they know it's going to be on their app as well. Like, I think they're so unnatural. Because you can't put on a voice for half an hour. That'd be very impressive. Yeah, we definitely did. We spoke, I don't know if we spoke loads. I think we voice noted a lot. But I mean, texting wise, I think we voice noted actually after the first kind of, will you send me one because it's only fair, I think we just use that as a means to talk. And even now, <laughs> we voice note majority of the time. Um, but it's better as well for his schedule because he often reads my messages and ignores it. <laughs> <laughs> never. That's never happened. 
He blue ticks. Do you blue tick? It's oh, so not, worse. Not intentionally. Oh, he does it the whole time. <laughs> not intentionally. No, you do it the whole no, time. No, I don't do it intentionally though. <laughs> I've even said to you, can you stop? And you're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, and then I've the next better. one. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Just don't read it if you can't, yeah. you don't have the time Example to reply. A, I'm actually still on blue tick now. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't replied to me from today. Because you called me. Um, we didn't talk. I was, I was going to be seeing you. <laughs> Before we ever to make excuses. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, I just prefer a voice note. And also, because of your schedule, often he'll send me a voice note before he goes on to like a whole day shift or he'll send one on his way back after a night. So it's kind of, it just, you know, keeps us updated with what's going on. Obviously, texts are good for like urgent things. But yeah, voices are very important. They are. I would thoroughly agree <laughs> the whole reason i set this up <laughs> i'd always beg someone for it well not beg i'd try and like get oh, it I'd out always, of them be like yeah. oh i don't know how i'd even manage it sometimes i'd just call them randomly when i was drunk and I'd get up the courage just in case they had a horrible voice and then i wanted to backtrack at least with the podcast you just write in if you like the voice what would you class as being a bad voice oh i could give you oh. a very specific example Go on, <laughs> I can't. It's way too pointed. What's your worst voicing story? One of my friends used to date a boy and um, it was very high, very squeaky and super, oh, it was very showy. It was almost like he was presenting. Uh, so he like, it was really high. It was really squeaky and he pushed like from his throat. impression of it. Oh God. I can't, I just sound, on, oh, it'll sound so awful. And the friend knows exactly who this is. Yeah, they're not still together. It's fine. She probably thought the same thing the entire time. I know. Just looking for a reason. This is the thing. Like, she she said it didn't bother her, this obviously. Give her closure. Well, if she said it doesn't bother her, she's definitely then aware of it. Oh, yeah, we told oh. her. Yeah, literally. Especially, this is way too much information, but when they um had intercourse, <laughs> it was particularly bad. <laughs> because it was... More pushy and more Stop. high. <laughs> and our walls were very thin. <laughs> it was just kind of like this. <laughs> but no, voices are really important, I think. He's an extreme example. But no, but some guys are like that. And you can't get that from just pictures necessarily. Like sometimes on Hinge, you'll like see pictures and you'll be like, oh, okay, have a really good chat. And then literally day before the date, you're like, send a voice note oh my god three weeks of speaking and now what you just ghost them the day before a date i've done that before yeah, oh no you just make up some excuse no, just be no, like apparently not you just ghost them i used to always just I say know that this podcast does not advocate ghosting in any way or form it really whatsoever. doesn't it does not mm, no. no and we still managed to get a few the fuckers you know who you are if you're listening <laughs> even if i ask you not to ghost you still ghost sometimes I don't have any more questions. Thank you so much for coming back on and sharing your story with everybody. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And me. <laughs> <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. I'm pleased I got to be on the podcast in some form. <laughs> yeah. yeah Obviously happy I'm with you though on the podcast. Great. Thank you. Win-win. <laughs> Today is giveaway day. So don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot for your chance to win two tickets to Fair Game to improve your date nights. Thanks for listening as always. And I'll see you next Tuesday back with another single character ready to date.